Welcome to episode 28 of the Williams Project podcast. Now, I'm going to be honest, guys, this is going to be a repeat of an episode we did about three years ago. One, because I'm a little bit too anxious to re-listen to it, see if it was any good. And two, we've probably learned some things the last three years we can add to it. So this podcast episode is going to be about how do you have a successful business partnership. So starting with successful business partnerships, most studies show books you read, successful companies, there is always more than one person involved. I think the most common is actually two people for most successful businesses. I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm fairly confident that's what it says. Now, most people, the reality is they fall out of their business partnership. They get distracted, they go different ways, they argue about whose job's what. So we're just going to break down some really, really simple strategies that Matthew and I have used over the past probably 10 years plus of knowing each other and being in business that has given us an extremely solid partnership where we very rarely, if at all, have any major arguments. And I know what you're thinking. It's really easy for Blair because I'm just fucking incredible. Um, but you're probably wondering, how do I deal with Blair on a daily basis? And and this is these are really hard things to address. Um, I was joking, by the way. But look, in all seriousness, one of the main things that I think when you go into business with someone, you can't go into business with someone that's just like you. You need to have two different people, two different personalities, two different sets of skills. If you're both the same, one's not needed. And I think Blair and I are a, a very good match of that, where we both want success, we're both heading forwards, we both want similar things, but we both excel in different areas. Um, I'm probably more aggressive in, in, in a business way, more of a people person. Blair's more of a systems and processes person. I move slightly faster than Blair wanting to do more, Blair moves slightly slower, and the middle ground between the two is where the business actually heads. So it works really well having those two different personalities. And on the back of that, like you do need two different personalities, but like we've known each other for probably 15 years plus now, but we did not get into business because we were just friends that wanted to have a business. So if you've got a best mate and you go, well, they're different to me, that does not mean you should get into business with your best friend or one of your friends. Yeah, completely The main agree. thing is you need to know what you're good at, you need to know what the other person's good at, and they actually need to complement each other. They can't be two separate bubbles, they can't be the same bubbles. It's kind of like at school where it's got the two circles with the wee overlap. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that that's example. Picture that I'll, quite I'll tell the drip in the bottle story, eh? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That, that, so that point is we always have a thing saying don't sweep things under the rug. Yep. And Matt's got a great story. So essentially a very wise man called Lester. Yep, Lester Lester. Lester said to us one day, he said, I'll tell you how to have a business relationship for the rest of your life. And that is, imagine you have a bottle and every time there's a problem, it's a drop. When there's a couple of drops in the bottle, it doesn't matter. Um, when it's half full, it doesn't matter. But then all of a sudden you turn around one day and you're right up to your eyeballs with problems and then the business partnership explodes. So one thing we do is no matter how trivial something is, we'll always say it to the other person. Um, like if Blair did something that annoys me or I did something that annoys him, straight off the cuff we're saying that. Um, and even we'll have a lunch where we'll go, right, what's the business not doing good enough? What can we do better? And also on that note, it's not about demanding your business partner always does better. 
because 99% of the time you need to do better first. So it always has to come from you first. And this actually leads on to another point that I quite like. Always try to be the person that does 51%. Nothing annoys me more than watching people sit back and go, oh, because I did this, he has to do that, or because he did this, now I have to do that. Just be people that see the business as an entity, like a child, and you just want the business to grow and flourish, and you want to put all of your work and time and love into it. And it doesn't matter because one week you might dominate, and then a couple of weeks later Blair does something that's absolutely critical. Yeah, it's not it's not a scorecard. Yes, it's not binary. And it's not an offset of I've done this, so you do that. It's like Matt said, it's a child. It's a baby you're raising. It's its own entity. The business is its own entity. And but just the key thing there's the drip in the bottle. As more drips go in, the harder it is for the issue to be faced because there's so many more issues. And some relationships might be better at just addressing it straight off the cuff, like Matt said, which is what we seem to be very good at. And the alternative is just schedule a meeting. It might be weekly, fortnightly, monthly, just let's go out for lunch and have the drip in the bottle lunch and work on the business, not on the business, write down where those little niggly bits are and let's work through them so we can move on and tip the bottle out. Yeah. Now, also, let's talk about a more controversial point, managing partners. Now, in my experience, partners do create tension in a business um, because as a man, and I'm sure it's probably similar for a woman, but... As a man, your partner always thinks that you're king of the universe and you should have it all. And they will make comments that might, um, I'm talking about a few partners ago, but they'll make comments that would interfere with your business relationship. So what you need to do is you need to be very careful about your narrative, about your business partner, and about your business to your spouse. Like you need to be having conversations like, well, Blair's just set up this new program and we're now building our houses in five months, which means we can do another 30% of projects this year. Um, And the business is now doing really well, which means that we can go on the nice holidays and have the nice things. It's very easy to have something that annoys you. You go home and vent about this this thing that annoyed you when there's actually been a hundred days of positive things that you didn't bother bringing up. So you've got to be very careful about controlling what information you give to your partner so they can make they can give you correct feedback. Yeah, you know, I suppose like my take on it is you need your partner on board and your business partner's partner on board to make it work. Like I said, you don't want to go home and just release all the bad stuff in your day yeah. and not cover the good. Like it's okay to talk about the good and the bad, but Matt's right, if you just go home and just nail all the bad stuff your partner's going to go, why are you, with, why are you in business with Johnny? He just yeah, seems like a real pain back. in the ass. You can do it yourself. Completely And the agree. other thing we always talk about is you always get, um, I don't quite know what I'd call them, but a sideline and say, oh, why don't you do it yourself? You're giving half the money away, blah, blah, blah. And for those of you that play blackjack, we sort of look at it as if you get t- dealt two face cards. So you're essentially got 20, you're versing the dealer, and they've only got one hand that can beat you, which is essentially 21 or a blackjack. And on one hand, you can go, well, I can split my face cards and try win two hands, or I can play what is statistically an extremely high chance of winning. And we always go, it's not worth taking the risk. Yes, you can split. Yes, you could double down and make twice as much. But statistically, you're far better off taking what is nearly a sure thing. Yeah, I'm always about the sure thing. And, and, and when blackjack. you have two, yeah, and, and blackjack, <laughs> how good. Um, yeah, I, I think the business relationship thing is really interesting. I th- 
I think winning is a big part of having a good business relationship. I remember back to our early days when we were first starting off. Remember how punishing and hard it was when we were losing. We, we never turned on each other, but just your, your heart, your soul, it's just so I was crushing. Gonna, I was going to nearly go the complete other way and say, if anything, you need times where it's tough and you're losing to actually build that foundation stronger because it's all happy days and rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, fair point. Then when something does go wrong... You're both not emotionally equipped at dealing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, but I, I just remember losing. I just, yeah, I just remember <laughs> I wouldn't losing. encourage just going. I'm going to intentionally lose to test my business partnership. Don't do that. Yeah. But generally, how you act in the harder times will set a far solider foundation than if you don't have any at all. Wise words. I revoked my statement. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, the other cover. The other point I want to cover is know what you do in the business. We have very different roles, but they're also there is some crossover, those circles I was talking about, and then you just have to own what you do. So, for example, I'm in charge of tendering the jobs out and costing them. Matt will sometimes get involved, like, oh, why don't we try this product or that product, or, hey, I met this fence, you should give him a go. Just kidding, Gareth, if you're listening, there's not another fence coming on. <laughs> um, but it's all about knowing what you do and then owning it, but also letting that other person come into your space, give their two cents, but then more or less leaving you to it. But the buck still stops with you. Correct. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can... Yeah, you can ask for help and delegate a bit, but you are still responsible for your tasks in that relationship. Yeah, and also, so we're at the size now where Blair's running multiple staff, right? So he might have a project manager in Auckland that's responsible for the Auckland construction. But if there is a problem, it is Blair's fault because you can delegate a task, but you can't abdicate abdicate your responsibility. Big words, Matthew. Big words. (laughs) Sophisticated podcast, this one. And the way uh, Matthew and I personally, like, we always try to say there's A and B problems. A problem's like a big fundamental. If Matthew tomorrow turned around and said, hey, these townhouses are great, let's keep doing them. And I said, hey, actually, I want to think we should build commercial warehouses. That's an A problem is our core business ethos is going in two different directions. So A problems generally are hard to work through. And I don't think a business partnership that last should have many A problems, if any. A B problem is I go, I think we should change the kitchen colour. Here's three samples. I want to do this one. And then Matthew turns around and goes, oh, I hate that one. I want to do this one. And the way we sort out those B problems is just whoever cares more wins. Because at the end of the day, it's a B problem. Whether the kitchen is dusky elm or, or half dusky elm. Or half dusky elm. <laughs> it's not a fundamental. So just give the person the win. Won't affect your day. They'll feel a little bit more chuffed that they got their win and you move on. Like the microwave, we literally had this about four hours ago where I really didn't like a kitchen plan and Blair was like, well, I didn't even look at it. So you can win. Yeah, Go you change changed it. the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Which is cool, right? And I trust Matthew won't put a real lackluster kitchen in. I was so. saving the kitchen to the owner of that townhouse. Yeah, you now have a it. beautiful nothing kitchen. So the other thing is you need to have big business goals and the reason that is is it does alleviate the small issues becoming big issues if you've got big ambitious goals the small stuff you sort it out and move on if you've got small mundane goals where everything's ticking along you don't want to grow those small things are like rust in a cog yeah and i think also when you have a big big goal you have to become a better version of yourself to rise up and achieve that goal so when you and your business partner are both consistently becoming better versions of themselves 
to achieve the big goal that you're aiming for it's very positive for your relationship like i i read will read i listen to about 70 audiobooks a year as long as countless other personal development at the moment blair's doing 75 days with quite a hard fitness and dieting routine um, and these are all the things that we're constantly doing to be the best version of ourselves so us as directors of Williams Corporation can take this business to the next level and that point there makes our relationship so good because you always see that other person getting better. Yeah, so I suppose in summary, the main things for business partnership is don't get in business just because they're your friend. Make sure you're both not the same because if you're both the same then one of you is not needed because you're not adding any value know what you do in the business, get involved in the other person's sort of thing to help them and don't get up in their grill. Make sure you're always responsible for those tasks that you know you've given yourself. Whoever cares more wins is a great way to sort out sort of smaller B problems. Have big ambitious goals so they don't, the B problems don't grow and get bigger. Get your partners on board because it's very important that sort of if there's two of you and you both have partners, the four of you need to be involved in making sure you're all comfortable and happy and don't sweep things under the rug, drip in the bottle, make sure the bottle's always upside down. So I hope you enjoyed that. That's some really valuable information. We started this business together seven years ago now. This year we're delivering $200 million worth of real estate. When you get a business partnership bang on, what you can do together is absolutely amazing. Give us your feedback and I hope you enjoyed it.